Welcome back to Nine Track Mind. We're your hosts, Kent Matthew. And Awful Kenzie. Still the best. Still controversial. And a little bit more ostentatious. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back everybody to Nine Track Mind. We, uh, this week, are going to be talking about, I would say gender identity probably just in general, but we're probably going to be focusing on the non-binary gender identity specifically, uh, mostly because it's just something people got questions about. And I myself am non-binary. I'm happy to answer any of those questions. Um, Kent is obviously a cis man, so (laughs) he's not going to be able to answer the questions and probably is going to have some of his own. And I love that. So that's what we're going to be talking about this week. Just wanted to give everybody a heads up. It shouldn't be super heavy, but some people are find this stuff very controversial. Oh, I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> no, it, it, it makes zero sense. But it is something. I think most sometimes the con- the controversy comes from people genuinely not understanding and thinking that yeah. people are just lying to them and making things up. And some of that controversy, I think, does stem from people genuinely hating the idea of something somebody not being something that they've. That they, they don't understand and that making them extremely uncomfortable to the point where it's almost. Yeah. A, and people just sticking to societal normalities as well. Right. Yeah. So um, I just, I guess we've kind of already covered it, but like, we'll start with the whole gender identity thing. Like I said, Kent, you identify as a cis male, meaning that you were born with a penis and you identified as a man and you've stayed identifying as a man. <laughs> that's, that's Kent. Yep. Meanwhile, on the contrary, I was born with a vagina and I do not think that I subscribe to the idea of what people think a woman is. I, I don't yep. think women are people with uteruses and vaginas. I don't think women are people who are overtly feminine. I don't think women are people who can be boiled down to feminine traits, whatever those even might be. Um, so for that reason, I don't feel like woman really applies to me because in our society, it seems like the standard of woman is very narrow. Mm, yeah, And I don't feel like I fit that. Well, you, you know. just answered one of my questions, which was what made you decide to change your gender identity. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I personally just as I got older, first of all, I can honestly say that as I've looked back on my childhood, I wouldn't say that I've never not been non-binary. I just did not have the vocabulary to explain how I felt. That I. Makes sense. You know, I did not know that non-binary existed. And at some point, I didn't even know that being trans existed. So I was just going through life thinking, this is what I am. This is what I have to be. And as I moved through life, I kept encountering things that were like, why aren't you wearing a dress? Why aren't you wearing makeup? Why aren't you doing this? And I was like, I don't get it. And they're like, are you some kind of lesbian? And I was like, I I really don't understand what you guys are trying to like do here. What? is so wrong with me 
God, you know, why is it I your never, fucking business, first exactly, of all? I, I genuinely was so confused. And I was like, yeah, dude, I guess I'm a fucking lesbian. Like, what does it matter? If, if, if I was always told I was a tomboy. So to me, I was like, if I'm a tomboy and that makes me a lesbian, then I'm a fucking lesbian who dates dudes. I don't know what any of this means. Like, I didn't know what bisexual was. I didn't know what gay was. People were just throwing terms at me. And I was like, sure, if that's what a lesbian is, then I'm a lesbian. And... <laughs> You know, I didn't fucking know. So as I got older and I was like, I do not, I feel like this is, I'm not this. Whatever this box is they're trying to put me into, I'm clearly not fitting into it. So I just was kind of like, I don't know, dude, I got off of it. I just, I got off the train and I started looking into um, gender theory, which is a very real thing. And it's basically just a work of literature of people who have been queer throughout history, which dates back an incredibly long time, who have talked about gender, trans people, queer people for a very long time. And as I started reading it, I was like, what is pansexual? What is bisexual? What is asexual? What, what, what is all of this? And I started reading it and I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. This actually, okay. This makes sense. Okay. That actually makes more sense when the fuck I was being told. That's for (laughs) damn sure. And so eventually I came across the term non-binary, which was as far as I understood it at that time, like an absence of gender, which very much felt relatable to me. I, it, I understand it better now, but that was really how I thought it was. I was like, I don't, I don't feel like a man. I know that I'm not a man. Like, I know that I'm not stupid. And most people who are queer or have transitioned in some way also aren't stupid. Right. (laughs) It's just really confusing to be brought up in a really narrow, like you were saying, cis-normative, heteronormative society when you're maybe not cisgender or when you're maybe not heterosexual you don't fit the, ki- the criteria yeah and it becomes yeah there's a lot of things that can come with it so essentially basically i just found out that oh so if i so i don't have to identify as a woman which i frankly was made to feel like i wasn't one because of society's standards of what a woman is i was like well i'm not that i'm definitely not that but I also was like, I'm not a man. I'm, I'm not, you know, like, I don't feel like a, a man, you know, I don't, the, the society's <laughs> expectation of that also does not fit me because I don't want to like go punching holes in walls or, you know, yeah. like making sexist jokes about people. That's not me either. And that was society's version of oh, a man. Hey, so me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at all of this and I'm going, I don't align with either one of those. And yeah. I'm like, I'm non-binary. I I don't align with any of this shit that they're trying to pretend because then after I did that, I did have a lot of people being like, okay, but you're a woman. And I was like, okay, but no. Right. I was like, well, why do you think I'm a woman? They're like, well, you got boobs and you got a vagina. And I was like, oh, so my sex organs, that's, that's all we are. That's all women are to you guys. And it becomes like a really interesting conversation you start having with people of like, but you, you're the one that said that women were vaginas and tits. 
So now yeah. they're we're so now they're not. So what does make a woman? And then they start picking out like, oh well, you know, like they put on makeup and oh, you know, like really take care of themselves. And I'm like, oh, so you think a woman is a submissive individual, like who who needs to look pretty? Because that also sounds very patriarchal. I'm not really sure if you think you're doing what you think you're doing here by trying to convince me that I'm a woman when you don't even know how to define a woman in a way that isn't disrespectful. That's why I don't view myself as a woman is because society, we don't have a respectful way of defining genders. We have boxed ways of defining this shit that you have to fit that narrow frame of it. Otherwise you're, you know, like a freak. I was going to say the other F word, but you become slurs to people. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, if you don't, if you're, if you're a cis man and you don't become this hyper masculine version of a man to show everybody that you're a man, you're a fucking faggot to people. I mean, right. To, this to be is honest, like, I... I was a fucking lesbian because <laughs> I wasn't doing it. So and that's I, I had slur, a lot of people like... asking me when I was growing up if I was gay and stuff like that. But that's, you know, I consider myself a man. I consider myself as who I am, I consider myself masculine for and, what yes. I, for my qualities and what I like and what I don't like. I know that I have a lot of feminine qualities and that's because I grew up in a household of women and I can't help that. But, you know, that should not be of any importance to anybody else but me. Well, no, and I think you bring up kind of what I was trying to get myself into of, that was the other thing I was going to say, is that the gender identity thing is as much as it is about me not aligning with these identities, that's my personal experience. So just because I'm non-binary doesn't mean I don't recognize that there are men and women who identify as men and women. But it brings me back to there are men and women who cannot identify as men and women safely or confidently in this society Because we even hold them to that standard of, oh, you're a cis man, you're not masculine enough. So you must be a queer cis man. You must be a trans cis man or trans man. You can't possibly be the embodiment of a man. And it's like, no, shut the fuck up. They identify as a man. They're a man. You don't get to go rewrite what man is. They Mm -hmm. identify as a man. What they view as a man is themselves. What I view as non-binary is myself and countless other people. And what people view as women is themselves and countless other people. And it can be a whole spectrum of shit. And quite frankly, there are cis women who don't fit the feminine enough mold who get called men. And they're cis women who identify as women and they get misgendered because they don't fit the society's version of a woman. And so it becomes this thing where it's like, you don't want me to transition my gender. You want me to abide by this gender that you've given me, but you don't respect me when I'm that gender either. So does the gender actually matter or is it just a label you put on people to be able to affect that oppression that you already like have, right? And this tends to be a continuing thing with patriarchy 
of like, if we can hold men to this very high standard of masculine men have to be this way and feminine women have to be this way and everybody in between is basically non-human or dismissed because they're not abiding by the rules, then it makes that, you know, like it makes it so toxic. Yeah. It's it's really terrible. Yeah. I so mean, I guess but, you already answered my second question because I it was does it have to do with identity? Okay. You're just yeah. you're, you're taking <laughs> my does, questions away. But no, okay, but that's fair. And I do think that's still a good question so that I can maybe delve deeper into the differences because I think a lot of times also what happens with gender identity or with man, woman, non-binary, or what have you, it tends to be conflated with sex gender identity and sex are two different things Mm -hmm. like sex is the genitalia you're born with that's not how you present in the world it has nothing to do with how you you know uh, you know can adapt to circumstances or play a sport it has or learn your your sex has nothing to do with any of that like your ability to do anything your sex doesn't do anything Your gender, on the other hand, can negatively impact you in society. And that is where it becomes important to make sure you're differentiating those two. Because a lot of times the excuse for transphobia is made under the guise of, well, they think that they're, you know, these men think that they're women. And please understand, I'm putting those in quotes. I do not believe this. But they'll say that. And then it just becomes this like, like these men think they're women type situation of Mm -hmm. like, okay, but you are going to have to reconcile with yourself. Like why you hold those really patriarchal gender roles in the first place when it has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. Like women have been monarchs. Women have been you know, like astronauts, it has nothing to do with sex. Like the identity aspect of it is just how you present. And they'll make this excuse of like, they think they're women. And so they do all of this stuff and they take women's rights away. And it's like, they're women. How are they taking our rights away when they're the ones getting their rights away taken most often than not, by the way, (laughs) like, and it just, it's, very annoying, but they conflate the sex and the gender identity, and they're two different things. And like trans people know that, like queer people know that. We we recognize that my I, like I was still born with a vagina, and I mm-hmm. can't just like I can't just like breathe real hard and turn that into a penis. Like I get that. I'm not I'm not dumb, but I do also recognize that gender. I could. I could put on a mustache and some really good makeup and like a different outfit and walk outside and nobody would know the difference. Right. But they also wouldn't check my pants because it's inappropriate. So it's weird that y'all feel like you get the authority to legally check people's pants. Yeah. Weird. Dang, I guess you just answered another one of my questions. You're going to keep doing this all day, aren't you? (laughs) My question was, what are some common misconceptions regarding gender identity? Yeah. 
that they're conflated with sex. I mean, that is genuinely the biggest one. And it's, yeah, it's a valid question. It is the biggest one. Like the fact that people conflate gender identity with sex. And then when people are speaking about their gender identity, these people who just want to be bigoted will turn around and be like, well, you think that you're a, you're a man and you're actually a woman. And it's like, Babe, well, I want to kind of just I didn't kind say of stop anything you about there. <laughs> I just want to kind of like stop you there just because this kind of tags on to my next question, which you're already kind of answering. And I just want to like throw it That's out fair. there so you can know what it is so you can probably get more of emotion behind it. But the question is, what are some things that upset you about dismissive people? Um, I think one of the things that upsets me the most is just their unwillingness to care. You know, it because I'm not only just non-binary, it's an aspect of my identity, but it's not my whole identity. I've talked about a lot, like I'm a sex worker. I've got a lot of other things that are moving pieces in my life. And to have people, whenever I decide to speak about my gender, dismiss it makes me feel like every other aspect of my life that I might want to talk about that makes me who I am, that gives me the perspective that I have, they're going to dismiss that too. Because quite frankly, when it comes to my trauma, when it comes to me as a person, my gender identity is the easiest topic to talk about. Because you don't, you're not going to want to sit there and talk to me about getting abused as a child. You're not going to want to sit there and talk to me about getting sexually assaulted in high school. You're not going to want, those are really uncomfortable conversations for people to have to sit through. And you don't even want to sit through my gender identity? And you expect me to believe that you're going to give a fuck about anything else that I have to say? I don't. It's almost like you've already just been written off based solely on just that. Yeah, and it would happen, frankly, if it was flipped any other way. If somebody I was talking to dismissed my CSA, which is child sexual assault for anybody listening, but if somebody I was talking to dismissed my CSA, I would feel the same way. Okay, so you're probably going to dismiss any other assault I've been through. You're going to dismiss my gender identity. You're going to dismiss how I feel about this. You're going to dismiss how I feel about that. And it's not worth it for me to try to engage you in that way when you're unwilling to learn. That's like the best answer. Yeah. I mean, there's frankly, like probably other things that also equally irritate me, but that's probably one of the biggest things that irritates me about people dismissing anybody for something that they're trying to speak about from a place of concern or genuine emotion. I have one final question. It's a big question. It's actually a two-part question. So I'll just... I think it'll probably be easier if I just ask them both at the same time because they kind of piggyback. Do you feel obligated to succumb to gender normalities around people who feel uncomfortable regarding being non-binary? And the second part to the question is, do you often find yourself around people who are uncomfortable with it? That's a really good question. Those are both really good questions. So the first one... I do find myself extremely uncomfortable um, around people who are also uncomfortable. I don't think 
I think it varies because sometimes that uncomfortability for me comes from the fact that I can sense their uncomfortability comes from bigotry. And sometimes I'm uncomfortable because I can sense that their uncomfortability is coming from like genuinely being uncomfortable because they feel like if I learn this new thing, am I going to find out that I've done something wrong here? You know, like learning that you've done microaggressions. Yeah, learning that you've done and that but that for some people is really hard. It's annoying. And frankly, it's mostly white people, but (laughs) it's really hard for people who are in privileged positions to wrap their head around the fact that somebody else does not want to live the life that they live because look how successful I've been. Don't you want to be successful like me? You need to get Mm -hmm. married. You need to have children. You need to have a good career. And it's just that doesn't work for everybody, right? No. So there's two veins there when it's I'm uncomfortable because I feel like somebody is and it's still self-centered. Don't get me wrong. Like somebody being uncomfortable because of my identity, because they're afraid that they might have done something that's offensive to me is not my concern. And that's still very self-centered, but it makes me uncomfortable to a slightly less degree to the point where I can probably still have a conversation with that person. But if it's coming, if I can tell it's coming from a place of bigotry I generally want to just smack the fuck out of that person. Yeah, like I don't, it's not, it's not going to vibe very well with me. Like I'm not going to have a good time. I will say, however, I would be lying if I said that my own family members are not people who have made me uncomfortable about my gender identity. Um, For example, my mom tries very, very hard to get myself and my partner's pronouns correctly. They're not super difficult. It's they, them, but she struggles. I'm I'm struggling to show. Yeah, she's (laughs) never had to use any other pronouns than the ones we were born with. And she has three kids. It's not just me. So she is now like, I spent my whole life having two boys and one girl and now I've got to kind of reformulate this and you know that's on her to reformulate it but I'm going to try to give her as much grace as I can because I recognize that she's not doing it on purpose maliciously yeah yeah. um there are other people in my family however who almost scoff at my gender identity like it's a phase like I'm a 29 year old going through a phase Mm -hmm. and not like I'm a 29 year old adult who has finally been able to find the vocabulary to be able to describe themselves confidently so that's very that is extremely annoying and it would I would be lying if I said that I didn't have family members who make me feel like they think this is just a passing phase for me and not mm-hmm. something that it took me 29 20, years yeah. worth of work so to get to. to. Oh, finally, like, yeah. Yeah, like this is my goth phase in high school or something. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's very, it's heartbreaking almost because these are my family members. Like, you know, the people that you expect to just unconditionally love and support you are some of the people making you feel like, you're making a mockery of your own life. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Um, But I, I, I can't say that I take it to heart because unfortunately I've kind of like, I've got shitty family everywhere. So the family who still loves me, but misgenders me is not my biggest enemy. Um, Mm. However, I will also say this because I think that this is a pretty common question although I don't know if it was a question you would have had 
I get this a lot of people being like, do you ever misgender yourself? <laughs> oh, damn. That's and a good question. When I very first identified as non-binary, I did. I misgendered myself a lot, like in my own tweets, um, in, you know, like anything online. Like I was misgendering myself all the time. And frankly, I would call myself on it. Sometimes I'd be like, God damn it. I misgendered myself again. Um, it does, it does happen. So don't, it's a ha- it's a habit to break. Habits are hard to break. Exactly. Don't think that we even as non-binary people don't get that there is a transition that needs to happen. Absolutely. So we know that. I think the difference is that when, you know, cis people are having to make that transition into using new pronouns for somebody, it's easier for them to write off of like, this is not that important. You've gone by she, her, you've never freaked out about it before. Like it's not that important. So they don't actually make the conscious effort to change their vocabulary. They just kind of do it if they remember and then apologize if they forget. And it's like, well, no, you need to take it more seriously than that. Cause it's not just, I'm changing my pronouns. I need you to see me as a non-binary individual. I need you to stop seeing me as a woman. I need you to not see me as a man. I need you to see me as non-binary or don't perceive me at all. Right. Because the other thing. Because you're a person too with feelings and you deserve to have those feelings. I forgot the word. It it would be honestly quite. Validated. Quite frankly, it would be like if I was, if I was a lesbian strictly into women and my family continuously tried to hook me up with dudes. They're just dismissing my yeah. identity. Yeah. I, I, I am a lesbian. Why are you still trying to push this narrative on me? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it feels for a gender identity. Yeah, it's like it's the same I don't, I don't agree with you calling me this stop Mm -hmm. pushing that narrative onto me it's not how i feel and if you can't get behind that you need to remove yourself from my life why is it my responsibility to suffer because you to check you 24 7 because you don't want to do the work some introspection to figure out why you need to hold me to this rigid gender role. Is it because you need to see me as a submissive woman? Is it because you need to see me as somebody who's a sexual object? Is it because you need to see me as a walking baby maker? Like, because you have to ask yourself, why? Why do you so badly want to view me as something that this society treats like shit? Right. I need you to ask yourself that. To You know? But last thing I'm going to say about the misgendering, too. There's still people in my life who misgender me. The thing that sucks the absolute most is that when people misgender me over and over again, I will start to do it to myself again. It's such a mind fuck because people will just not respect me. That I I almost fall back into that place of being like, yeah, I guess I'm just a lost little girl. I don't really know. Yeah. And I don't stick up for myself because I start to be beaten down again of like, I guess, I don't know. And I don't want to keep telling somebody they, them, they, them, yeah. they, them. And it so they'll just keep it. It, it becomes like, it, it's a lot of shit. But anyways, I'll, I'll that was the last couple, thing I wanted to say about that. I'll, I'll share a couple things uh, before we head out. Uh, I want to share with everybody uh, two things. One thing is I was actually kind of piggybacking off of Kenzie's final thoughts. Um, I 
like recently have been one of those people who have not caught myself when I made a mistake and misgendered somebody and I am trying my best to uh, correct myself because I validate or I appreciate that person and they have feelings and, you know, need to be respectful of that person, uh, whoever they may be. So I trip up from time to time and uh, I've recently shared that with, with Kenzie and they've never uh, like told me I like I, I I went to them and told them about it and and they said that they noticed and you know I I just appreciate them for not being you know annoyed or angry with me because that is a process look at me it I'm def- struggling right now but- yeah it definitely definitely I feel like but that's I really appreciate you being able to like allow us to kind of like give space to this topic because I think it's important for people to know that it's nobody's trying to make you feel like it's the end of the world if you do misgender somebody but we do want you to know that we know when you're doing it on purpose right right absolutely Kent can vouch if you're if we know you're not doing it on purpose or to be malicious we're probably just gonna joke around with you about the about shit and let you come to the shit on your own because we know you care (laughs) but if we can tell you're being a total douche lord about it we're probably not gonna fuck with you anymore yeah probably not and that just is what it is But other than that, it's no pitchforks and torches. Like, nobody's coming to your house to cancel you. We're just asking you to be respectful. Yeah, and up until recently, probably, I don't even know when this happened, but, like, I used to have very strong beliefs. I don't know if people know this about me, and some people may not like this, but, you know, I'm just going to say it anyway. I've had my own issues in life and have gone through, you know, whatever I needed to go through. And for the longest time, especially most of my childhood, I had no who, no idea who I was. So I don't know why I thought like this, but I had been one of those people who uh, disbelieved in like changing your identity and changing your gender and all of that stuff. So I, I was one of those people who wrote off transgender people. And I'm like, I just, I'm, you know, I don't have an issue with them as as people, but I don't believe in, you know, I believe if you're born a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're born a woman and you're a woman or a girl, you're a girl, whatever. And it's been, you know, a few years. um, And I'm happy to say that I'm, way past that because that part of my days sucked um but yeah no i i just wanted to share that with people uh i was i was a hardcore believer against it and i don't know when the shift happened but i'm glad it did because people are people and people deserve to be happy and they deserve to be whoever the fuck they want to be so that's all i have to say on that 100 percent Um, so I guess just to kind of end it off, I just want to reiterate that being non-binary is not, it's not some big thing. It's just the inability to view yourself as the social construct of man or woman that we have created in society. 
it's really simple. It has nothing to do with, I mean, it's not really simple, but in terms of how people think they understand it, it's not some big, you know, liberal poison in the water turning the frogs gay or whatever it is that Republicans think gayness is these days or the vaccine. I'm not really sure. It's not that. It's just people who who are like, hey, y'all got this whole gender thing fucked up and don't want to subscribe to it. So that's really all it is. And I just wanted to make sure that that's perfect, perfectly clarified for people. Um, and then also, you know, just like respect people. Like Kent said, it's really that simple. Just give people respect. If they identify as a certain way and it's not harming anybody for them to identify that way, then it shouldn't fucking matter to you. But as always, thank you guys for listening to this long-winded informational episode. And as always, if you have any questions or suggestions, you can email us at 9trackmindshow at gmail.com. Specifically, if you have questions about this episode, please feel free to send us an email. Like, I am happy to answer them. Also, we do have social media. You can find us on Instagram at 9trackmindshow and on Twitter at NTMshow. Thank you, guys. Have- Take care. Have a great week.